Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. All right, guys, good morning. David Villa here. And you know what it was? I didn't have my coffee in my hand yet. That's what it was. We uh, came on and audio was like, wait a second, you haven't had coffee. And so one of the one of the producers here brought in the coffee just in the nick of time. And so welcome, guys. Sorry about the snafu there a little bit, but here we are. But here's the thing, too. I want to getting ready to tell you that we are uh, without Walter Hayes this morning. Uh, he had to run some uh, errands this morning, fairly new to the Florida uh, residency role, but he, he will be back tomorrow with us in the morning, and um, he is going to be zoom, zooming in on uh, his days off one day a week, and that is today as well, but he had to run some errands. Also, we're out uh, Sam Benitez today, so it's just as uh, Balkum and Mike Chair for myself today, but Good morning. Tell you something, we're, we're also joined by the Holy Spirit, and we've been talking about seizing your day, and you know what? I'm going to tell you, I, the experience I've had when you begin to talk about something, then you better be ready to, you know, uh, you better be ready to be challenged by it. So, you know, even little tiny things like this morning, you know, the crew, uh, Mike, I know was in here all day yesterday, just really working on, you know, setting up, uh, you know, the studio and getting things kind of lined up. And, you know, then this morning this happens, but you know what, we're, we're, we're really at the, the, the decision point, right? Hey, what am I going to do? What am I going to claim? What am I going to believe, right? And, you know, even something that small can affect the remainder of your day if you allow it. So we were talking about seizing the day. So we talked about owning the day. Then we talked about naming the day. Today, we're going to talk about making our words count, right? Now, this is not something that we, this is not uncommon to the, to the podcast. We've talked a lot about, um, you know, uh, about speaking life. And, you know, that's something that we, we kind of hit on a lot. However, today we're going to hit it with a little different twist. We're going to talk about making our words count, right? Making things that we say count. We must own the day. And the third way to own the day is to make our words count. So you cannot own your day until you own your words. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm such a big believer in this. And, you know, at one point I would discount this theory, guys. I mean, I would, I would say, you know, I wouldn't necessarily put a lot of merit on this, you know, because it's like, again, sticks and stones break my bones. Words can never hurt me, right? What you say really doesn't matter. And when you put it into the context, it matters a lot. And really what words most matter are your words. So the sticks and stones part, this is, this is the way I, I look at that. It's what are others saying about you, right? What, what does somebody else think about you? And that you, that you can, you, can, you can put a little or a lot of weight into, and I tend to put a little bit of weight into that, not a lot, unless those people count in my life. There's certain people that I care a lot about what they think because when they come to me, they come to me in love. Maybe they come to me in correction or they come to me in counsel. And it's, and it's because I care about them and I've given them authorization and access to my life, then those individuals have permission and then I weight those words heavily. But when somebody doesn't mean anything to me, if I post something and somebody comments, although it can, it can trigger my ego, although I've commented before, you know, I've got to the place where I either don't comment or I go back and delete it immediately because they don't matter. However, my words count. Your words count to you. So you have to make your words count. We can't own our day until we own our words. So there's 26 letters in the alphabet, right? A to Z. A1, Z26, 26 letters in our alphabet. And here's the deal. Those letters rule your 
world. You go, well, wait a second. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm a believer in God's word rules my world. Amen. Amen. But how many times, listen, as a believer, because I is one, okay? As a believer, <laughs> I is one. As a believer, how many times have you overridden God's word in your life with your words? You know, he says that you're, you know, you're blessed. You're the head and not the tail. But then you choose to, you hear that word, but just like the parable where the bird comes in and, and, and picks it out of the shallow ground, picks the seed of the word, or the sun burns the shallow seed, the seed that's sitting very, very shallowly into the ground. So if you don't, if you're not, if you don't understand that your words matter, then I'm going to say, I believe you don't necessarily understand God's word because God said it's you and me. It's me, but I, I, I'm going to have your participation here. Your participation is lining up with my word. And our words count. And the enemy, again, we talked about the enemy guys being a counterfeit. His whole purpose is to be a counterfeit to the word of God. So if God says it's one way, the enemy comes in and tries to twist that and, and, and express to you the reasons why that's not the way it is. So words can inspire you and encourage you. And, you know, I think uh, Walter said yesterday was his day of encouragement. He came out of the studio yesterday and went and did, um, we broke up the uh, morning meeting we have on Tuesday mornings called Make It Happen. We usually do a company-wide meeting. We broke them up into three different divisions, the sales team and then the administration and BDC and call center met together. And then the marketing team, you guys had like a little small group of six or seven. And but Walter headed up the BDC and I went down there and stood and listened. And he even entered into that word of the day at that moment as an encourager. So words can encourage you, but an encourager, you know what encourage is? Encourage means just to install courage. Encourage, encouragement means to install courage. You know, like, so if you want to encourage somebody, it's not walking up and going, hey, how you doing? You can do it, you can do it, you can do it. It's, it's, it's not that shallow, right? That's motivation. It's really installing courage. So it could be required of you to spend time with them, right? So, so words can inspire and words can encourage. Words can create a desire in us right, to be, to be the best, to be the biggest, to be the brightest, right, to be the one who, who uh, doesn't wait around for leftovers. You know, the, so, so those things can happen through words. But listen, your words can also, though, tear you down. They could also discourage you. They can demoralize us. And they can certainly dishearten us. Have you ever had, and this is my question, have you ever had, I mean, have you ever spoke words that that were that disheartened you. It took your heart away. I mean, it took. So let's let's talk about the heart. I'm not talking about the boom, boom, Valentine's heart, right? I'm not talking about Cupid's heart. I'm talking about the heart that gets you up in the morning, that keeps you going, that causes you to pursue the God things in your life. Have you ever had words dishearten you? Absolutely. I love the What's the definition of dishearten? Why you comment? What's the definition? Go ahead and pull it up. Pull it up. Go ahead. What, have you ever had words dishearten you? I mean, somebody's words just suck the life out of you. I've done it to probably people in this room, and there's only three of us. <laughs> uh, so the definition is cause to lose determination or confidence. So mm. I can think of a very specific example. Um, I think I told you guys about this. Um, a couple weeks ago, I did my weigh-in. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this a lot, you and, I, you and I both. This, you know, Since you started before the year, I started right at the beginning of the year, working out, eating better, mm-hmm. things like that. And um, I actually got in my own head because I had one week where I did my weigh-in and I hadn't lost any weight. 
And I allowed that for two straight days to just kind of mentally bog me down. And I mm-hmm. kept telling myself, like, this really isn't worth it. And this was this, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting anywhere. And, you know, I finally, I think on Friday, I kind of broke myself and said, no, I'm not doing this just to lose weight. I'm doing this for other reasons. Um, and I pushed myself. And, you know, the next week I had a breakthrough where I had <clears> dropped, <throat> you know, twice as much weight as I had dropped any other week. Right. And that was, you know, so that's an example where the words can get in your head. It threw me into a two, like it threw me off not only just in my own personal life, but at work for two straight days. Like I couldn't get it out of my head. Yeah. And it, it pushed me down. Like it was a snowball effect. I started rolling downhill and I couldn't stop. Yeah. Cause words are powerful. You know, I mean, we don't, we don't, we say again, you know, I can go back to that. I mean, we're taught as little kids in grade school, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yep. You know, and we do that as a defense mechanism because it's typically the kid that came up with that was the kid that was getting picked on, right? The kid that was getting tore down and he came back and, you know, and that was the response. You know, the response was you, you can't hurt me with your words. I'm still here, but probably went home and cried at night. So the truth of the matter is, and by the way, even other people's words hurt you. I mean, that's just a fact. However, you know, uh, when, when you're walking with God and we're talking about words that are just a little more serious, we're not talking about just somebody saying, hey, you're ugly, even though that could be a big thing to some people. But we're not talking about surface level. We're talking about people that are close or, or situations that are close or you yourself. And so words are powerful and they're important. And so we have to, listen, we're talking about owning our day here. And we, we started by, you know, earlier in the week talking about, you know, we have to, we have to own the day. You know, and then we, we, we went into the second day and talked about we have to name it. You know, so, I mean, look, the first thing you did yesterday, and by the way, in comments, if you would, if you listened to today's podcast and you're, in the, uh, you're listening and watching this on a, a platform that you can comment on, and if you're on uh, Spotify, Apple, or, or, um, or Google, you know, send the email to, uh, what's, your, what's the email? On uh, radio at IPDAgency.com. Radio at IPDAgency.com. Radio at IPDAgency.com. And that's for you that uh, aren't commenting on, on uh, sites here. So send, send in an email or comment really quick and let us know maybe a word, you know, that you, you deemed yesterday. What, what did you name yesterday? And if you, do, if you weren't listening yesterday, we would talk about naming your day. So what, what, between now and the end of this segment, in the next, you know, 15 minutes, give us the word that you're going to name today. You know, I mean, yesterday was a, was it a day? We talked about days of productivity. We gave some examples and I'll run through them really quick here just so you can get a, a point of reference. You know, maybe a day, a, a day of decision. Maybe it could be a day of study, a day in organization, a day of efficiency, you know, a day of preparation, a day of helpfulness, a day of rejuvenation, right? A day of value. That's a good one right there. A day of value. If you, if you know, what, what does that mean to me? A day of value. What is valuable to you? Valuable to you is not, is not something that is expensive. You can go into Neiman Marcus and buy a $650 pair of shoes and that is expensive, but it doesn't mean it's valuable to somebody listening right now. It could be completely worthless to you right now. And you can pay that much for it. And in five years, it'd be worth nothing to you, but you could have something that you paid a penny for that could be worth everything in the world. So what's valuable to you? Today's a day of value. Today's a day of value. So if you want to take that same concept and definition, you want to apply it to the day. If I'm going to name a day of value, right? What is the, what am I going to, what am I going to, what am I going to do today to make it a valuable day? Right? Today could be a day of diligence. That's, that's a word. I, again, I'm a definition guy. Maybe we can look that word up because diligence is, uh, you know, you hear that, hey, be diligent, and you're just like, every, all of a sudden, we just all nod, you know, because we know it's a good thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be diligent, you know, and we kind of just kind of sum it up in our minds. is like, I'm going to 
I'm going to work hard. What does it mean? Uh, careful and persistent work or effort. Okay, so it's not just work. It's careful and persistent work. So diligent is not, not just, so it, I didn't say be a day of action. An action, a day of action can be a day where you just do. Okay, hey, listen, I've been kind of stuck in the mud. I've been procrastinating. You know, I've been putting this off. A day of action. But a day of diligence is, hey, I've been, I've been, I've had a lot of days of action, but today I'm going to be a little careful. Well, I mean, just as an example, yesterday, you know, Ezra's, Ezra's word for the day was calm. Uh, yours was uplifting. Mm-hmm. And mine was persistence, mm. which is part of diligence, but mine was... I couldn't be careful yesterday. Yesterday, I kind of had to throw myself into some of the stuff that I had going on so that I could get somewhere right. in, the, uh, in what I was working on. It wasn't, I couldn't be careful about it. It's like, no, I have to actually throw myself you know, into this so that mm-hmm. I can get something done. That's good. Um, but we, had, you know, we went around marketing. You know, Dave challenged me yesterday. Dave likes to put me on the spot every now and then. As we were walking out of the studio, he goes, hey, why don't you do Make It Happen with the marketing team this morning? I was like, all right, cool. Um, wasn't prepared for this at all. But uh, I talked to everybody, and everybody kind of in the day. Um, Sam's was persistence with me. Um, Mikey's was, um, I think, just really finishing. Like mm-hmm. He had a lot of work he was doing. Um, that was Pierre's as well. Everybody was just like <laughs> finishing. Hey, Pierre, Pierre's got all kind of all that work stacked on him, boy. <laughs> he's like, he's like, my today is the day where David doesn't give me any more work day. Um, we oh, had, we had a couple of comments come in too. Um, somebody's day yesterday was prayer and worship. Mm. Um, somebody's was accomplishment and a nice. day of collaboration. That's a good one. Yeah, a day of collaboration. Really we don't like one. that word, do we? <laughs> collaborate. Now, if you're all by yourself, you're like, well, how can I collaborate? We may mean to get the cat, the dog, Jesus, you, <laughs> and have a collaboration <laughs> meeting. But I mean, if you or if you're in an, uh, you know, Eddie uh, said that if you're in a, a group where you're a leader or you know you're part of a team, you know whatever that is, maybe it's time to to meet with them or have get a Zoom call together or go into an office, a conference room, whatever, and have a day of collaboration. I love it, a day of accomplishment. That's strong because again, that get you know you've been doing a lot, right? You've been doing a lot, but accomplishment is you know listen, I'm ready to see some fruit of this, right? I'm ready to see some, I'm ready to see some things come to fruition. And then a prayer and worship day, let me tell you something, you're seeking God, you're looking for some answers, you're trying to, you know, really say, God, I, I, I'm trying to follow a path and, you know, I need some, I need some light here. I need you to shine that light. The word, your word is great. And your word says a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. But can you, can you just shine that light a little bit broader and let me see more than one step here? And that's, that's something we can get from prayer and worship. So, all right, so we're talking about words, right? We're talking about making your words count and we're talking about how they can, they can build you up, you know, they can inspire you and encourage you. But then at the same time, right, if you're going to own your day, you got to own your words because you can come out of this podcast or wherever, whatever time you listen to this, you can step out of that environment where we are encouraging one another. And it's easy, right, through, through a group and community. But then you can walk out of the scenario and, and the first thing, that, the first email you get, the first text message you get, the first phone call you get, right? The first, the first uh, deal that doesn't come through, the first, right? The first employee that calls out or whatever it is, you know, you could, you could walk into that, open your bank account and state the first number you see, right? Whatever it is, all of a sudden, what you say, not what you see, what you say matters. It really does. It really does, right? Because words can also tear us down. They can discourage us. They can demoralize us and they can dishearten us. The thing is, is disheartens are really a big one for me because it just, it removes, it's, it's like, it's like it's removing your ability to do it. You know, it's like it, it, it you know, it, it causing someone to lose determination and confidence, you, you know, discouraging, dispiriting. It's like the whole, the whole 
deal. You know, the, 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 the example there they use is her death is particularly disheartening because it was preventable. So it makes you regret. You yeah. know, it, it causes like regret or it causes, you know, it's, it's just disheartening. <laughs> you said something yesterday um, and it, it keyed me into something. So um, I was talking with one of my, my coworkers here and um, he, he made a joke. You know, it's a joke a couple of other people have made, you know, at me a couple of times. It wasn't really anything bad and anything I was used to, but I kind of, you know, I kind of fired back a little bit harder, but in the same context. Mm-hmm. And when you said, you said something yesterday that, you know, we may, we may call it a joke, but there's a little bit of truth behind it. So, you know, it made me think like, did I really say something that actually affected mm-hmm. his day? Mm-hmm. And it made me just kind of go. And I, I went to him yesterday and I, I just said, look, man, I know I said it the other day. I just wanted to come to you and say, I'm sorry. You know, I don't know if that had any kind of, you know, bad impact on your day or if it didn't even bug you, but it bugged me enough that I wanted to at least come apologize. Cause you know, That's even good, jokes man. like that, like you, you don't know what effect that could have on somebody's day. Even if you know it's a joke and even if they laugh, you know, I'm the best at it. Um, I'm one of the best people that you can, you know, throw all kinds of insults at me and I can sit there and just laugh in your face because even though it may bug me, I'm never going to let you see it bug me. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit knows. And you know what? And he... He, he's convicted me on that before and, and because we do that. And, and those, that's a great point. And, you know, it just shows that words are powerful, right? They're important. So I think our biggest challenge today, right? Not only in life, but just let's just break it down. We're talking about today. We're talking about Wednesday. Our biggest challenge for Wednesday, right? Is to not call a hump day. I mean, you know, not call a hump day. Like I, I, I laughed at that commercial when it was out for a while and I loved it and I got it. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny, the camel, like camel talking, you know what I mean? Yeah, his voice, everything about it is funny. But if you think about it, if you really view it that way, it's viewed as, ah, I'm only halfway through. You know, if I can just get over this hump. Well, I mean, if you start owning your days, you get to Friday and you go, man, I got to wait till Monday. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about the difference of that. And I get it. We, I mean, by the way, I love weekends and I love relaxation and all, all of that. But I'm, what I'm, my point is, is that when you, when, when you view it differently, and so not calling Wednesday hump day, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just speaking here, but calling it opportunity day, right? Looking at it and going, you know what? This is, this is right in the middle of the week. It's the sweet spot of the week. So words are important. And our biggest challenge today will be controlling our words, right? Because there's power in them. And we have to be careful with what we say. And you know, you just hit this, Mike, the next part, speaking with the goal of building up. And this is, this is easy to do in some cases, but it's hard, it's hard to do in others. Speak with the goal of building up. Wow. Because there's a fine line between sometimes you need to speak to the deficits in such a way to build up, but you don't need to speak negatively, but you can speak into the situations if you have access to someone's life. And so for me, me, for instance, I have access to, to people's lives that have given me permission to speak into them in certain subjects. And I know some of their weaknesses because I train them or work with them. So I, I got to be very careful because I can either encourage by speaking to the areas they need to improve and it works and it encourages them, but there's a fine line being and crossing over into the yard of discouragement or the yard of tearing down. If you, if you, and it all depends on your mindset and your frame of mind. So if I'm not in the right frame of mind that I'm going to use my words to tear down and words, we need to speak with the goal of building up, seeing the good in every circumstance, right? And always trying to make people better. <clears throat> I definitely, I definitely subscribe to that. And, you know, in the past, you know, probably I've been, I've been back at IPD almost two years now. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've kind of noticed and taken, you know, into account of myself. You know, I worked in retail for three and a half years while I wasn't working here. And, 
you know, it's, you know, you, when you're dealing with customers, it's easy when you're working with other employees, especially in a much more casual environment, it's easy to not necessarily take that into account uh, when you have downtime. And, mm-hmm. you know, probably in the past six months, I've been more convicted on it than usual. Um, just how I'm talking with everybody, you know, how I'm, you know, if I am speaking to somebody, make sure that, you know, I'm a positive impact on their day versus mm-hmm. just being either not an impact or a lesser impact on their day. Right. That's just something that I've been convicted of is, you know, like I said, I'm not necessarily always going, you're doing great, but I at least want to leave that positive impact on somebody when I do interact with them. Yeah, Amen. absolutely. And, and the fact that we, this is it, guys, if you're, you're watching this and you're listening as we, you know, wrap it up in the next few minutes here, it really, it really comes down to, you know, we can all do better at this. And w- what we're trying to do, <clears throat> if we're t- we always, we put so much uh, merit on talent and potential and so much merit on giftings. And so you you're already gifted. You're already talented. You're already you already have the the opportunity. You already have the job. You already are there. People recognize that. So there's small things that we need to do or things that we think are small that maybe we bypass because they're not associated with talent or maybe giftings at, in, in the in the obvious way. And 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 but these are the things that we can tweak to make to step into that area that we have yet to hit. We're wondering why we haven't got the promotion or why we haven't, you know, uh, established that relationship or how that, that connection, that divine connection hasn't come through. Or we, we wonder why, you know, uh, you know, the business didn't make it or why the, my kids are this way or whatever it is, you know, why my, my, my marriage is, is off the rails or whatever the whole scenario is. And I think that our words matter. So, I mean, like if we had a measuring tape, right? And then, you know, if we, if we used a couple of things that I'm going to give you here to measure against it before we speak, <clears throat> and if we can train ourselves, <clears throat> it's going to take a, it's going to take a, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to take a, a habit, creating a habit until they become a discipline. And I can tell you that you're going to have to create the habit and maybe even break the habit that it replaces, break the habit of speaking without thinking, replacing it with thinking before speaking until it becomes a discipline. It's not a habit anymore. Habit is when you have, mm-hmm. to, I'm sorry, it's a discipline now. I got it backward. It's a discipline now. So it's not a habit yet. It's a discipline. It's, it's something that I got to think about. It's something I've got to make myself do. It's something I've got to engage with every single time. And then it becomes a habit. So here's what you do. Measure it up against these standards. Ready? You got the first one there, Mike? Number one, before you say it, Oh, you want me to say it? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the first one. What's the first one? Is it helpful? Is it helpful? So it's what I'm about to say. Helpful. You know? That's that. I can tell you there's a lot of things I've said that have not, that, that, that if I would have thought that through before, I would have realized they aren't helpful. It wasn't helpful. It wouldn't have been helpful. And guess what? I wouldn't have said it. But I did. Mm-hmm. Second one. What's that second one, Ez? Is it necessary? Boom. How many times have you said something because you wanted to say it and you got to get, listen, we got to be right. I can tell you, we got to be right, right? I mean, even if we're, even if we're wrong in doing it, by God, that's not how that conversation went two days ago. And I've got to correct the record, right? But is it necessary? Sometimes, yes. If it's, if it's, if it's a, if you listen, I mean, if it's legal, I mean, yeah, it's necessary. <laughs> you better get the, the story straight. But I mean, if it's not a relational situation, is it necessary to be right. I mean, not always, right? I think we just are really, um, we're kind of addicted to hearing our own voices mm. to a sense of like, 
don't get me wrong. Like, I think, for instance, like, it d- depends on the position you're in as well. Like, for instance, like, like I look at you, Dave, like you're very much an influencer. You're someone that's looked as a leader, that's looked as um, someone that is sort of at the forefront of not only business, but um, religious practice and things like that. And I think that you have a lot of great things to say, but I think you can probably attest to that sometimes like you just enjoy to talk because you enjoy to, <laughs> you do like, I mean, it's true. You but at the same that. time, like a lot of times I feel like you have so many great things to say that like, there's so much of it that like sometimes it can be hard to retain sometimes. And I think we forget about that because we're just like, Oh man, we're on this ball and I'm saying all these great things. But then also realizing too, like at a certain point, like you even, there's been times where you're like, you know what, I've gone too long. I'm going to stop now because I don't want to be put too much and I don't want to put so much mm-hmm. out there just because, you know, I feel this sense of overwhelming confidence and happiness that I'm getting to say all these things that are mm-hmm. impacting so many people. But I think to a certain point it can also be too much. You know yeah. I mean? Like you can say too much and you can say unnecessary amount of things in order to get your point across when mm-hmm. the point's already been made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the points there. Overselling. Exactly. You're overselling sometimes. Yeah, I do and, that all the time. And that was just an example. <laughs> no, I do it all the time. Yeah, I do it all the time. 100%. You know I mean? but, hey, read Walter's comments there. Walt, Walt's in with us on uh, on Facebook. So this our, is our co-host here. will be back tomorrow. Our words are creative. Our words are seeds. So disappointment, reap disappointment. The reverse is also true. Mm. I wonder if Regina Hayes is related to Walter. <laughs> I don't know. I want, man, I wonder. Maybe. I'm assuming it is. I'm, oh, yeah. That's it. That's, his, that's her dad. That's his dad. That's so his I'm dad. assuming that's, that's his mom. That, that's yep. it's in no, that's his, uh, yeah, his, yeah, no, no. That's, yeah. So that's his dad, though. And uh, I met his dad here recently. So I, I, I remember his dad does watch the podcast. So Regina and, uh, and, and, and Walter's dad is also Walter. Oh, yeah. And uh, so hope deferred makes a heart sick. Oof. That's good right there, buddy. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead of you. What, well, no, there's actually one more uh, measuring stick, so I'll throw it out there. Yeah. The last one. So the first two was, is it helpful? Is it necessary? And the last one, is it kind? Mm. I struggle with that one. I struggle with that one. Sometimes I'm very unkind, as Ezra can probably attest to. Kindness is tough. <laughs> <laughs> Kindness is a, is a tough virtue. It is. It is. It is, it is tough because, because, you're, because it, it links itself with patience, I think. It links itself with so many other things. It's not just, am I going to be kind? If you, if you had the choice to be kind or ugly to the person you just meet or something, you would probably be kind. But when someone wears on your patience and you're required to, to bring that into the scenario, then kindness sometimes, you know, gets thrown in the back seat. <laughs> For sure, man. Um, um, I can kind of have a, not really a testimony about it, but just like a point of view situation. And I guess it would really have to do with kindness. So... For a while, when I was I stepped away from my PD for a little while, um, I got a job at Starbucks just to make some cash and whatever. And you you got to have some kindness to to work behind that counter, buddy. Because <laughs> if you don't have that kindness, man, you're gonna you're gonna lose real quick. Because people you're gonna deal with not only people that need caffeine. It's early. It's they just need someone to pick up their day to start their day. You're dealing with the worst part of somebody most of the time. Yeah. You're dealing with that. I have not had anything to make me feel good so far. I've just started the day, and I don't want to be awake, and you're the only person that can give me that. So, right. like, you really have to have that, like, warm kind of comforting personality. But something that I picked up on really quickly, because, you know, you make friends in any environment you work in, and, you know, I made friends with these people that are really cool people, and, like, they're really nice, and, you know, we're hanging out, everything's great. But they get behind that counter and their kindness just drops because they let other people's attitudes and other people's mentality affect them. Mm -hmm. And in return, they feel the need to reciprocate that and they give back that attitude and they give back that negativity. 
And what you notice is, is those people are getting complained about. Those people are not getting as many hours because they don't want someone negative working for them. They want someone that's there to boost other people's positivity and be that light when other people aren't. And I think kindness is a really tough thing to get whenever you don't have it coming towards you. It's hard to just be the source of that instead of being the reciprocator of that. Anybody can receive kindness. Yeah, I like having good things happen to me. But are you able to step up and be the one that's supplying that? Or are you going to be the one that's just sitting there taking it all but not giving anything back? And it doesn't work that way. It's a two-way street. You have to go forward as much as it's coming towards you. And it just really opened my eyes a lot because in my personal life, yeah, I can have, you know, I'm hungry or I'm tired. Don't talk to me. I don't, (laughs) we're not going to have a good conversation. But it's in those positions that you realize how big of an impact you can not only make for other people, but it'll help you too. Like it helped me a lot. And I, you know, I got more money because of it. I got, you know, advanced in my career. I did different things that in such a short amount of time I was able to access just because I had a good attitude and I had a kindness and I, about me that other people noticed and they made a point about it. And they said, this guy is, he, he made my day better. You know what I mean? And like, that's just one of the coolest things you can do, man. It's just being a kind person. And like, it's, it's not that hard if you have the right mindset for it. You know what I mean? Amen. Before Mike throws the uh, song of the day out, I'll give you a quick, quick scripture. This is a message version. It's real short, even though it's the message version. So it's just a really good scripture. Anyway, you look at it. Proverbs 16, 24 said, gracious, gracious speech is like clover honey, good taste to the soul, quick energy for the body. Gracious speech is like clover honey, not just honey, like clover honey. Good taste to the soul, quick energy for the body. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's a really good scripture. You know, maybe maybe you put that uh, print that out, put it somewhere, you know, in front of you, or put it on your screensaver on your phone or something like that, just so you can see it. You know, because um, I think that that's going to help us, right? So we we're wrapping up today of of really seizing the day. Tomorrow, I don't know what we're going to do with it yet, but I got Stretch Armstrong's in. I was going to bring him in the studio today. <laughs> He came in yesterday, so we're gonna we're gonna t- we're gonna bring one out, and we're gonna stretch it. We're gonna talk about stretching a little bit, and um, so don't 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 miss tomorrow. It's gonna be a good good show, and I appreciate you guys hanging out today. What's the song, Mike? Song of the day has been on my heart since um, yesterday when I was driving home. It's the blessing from Elevation. It's not something anybody probably hasn't heard if you've listened to any music in the past you know year. Um, it was one of the biggest songs that came out. Um, because I think a lot of it had to do with the timing too, because it came out right when um, all of COVID really started to hit, you know, high gear last year. Um, but the reason I thought that it really fit with today was um, not only does it say, you know, the words of the verse are talking about you yourself taking the blessing of the Lord, but then the bridge also basically is saying, well, may the blessings be upon you and your family and every generation after you. Mm. So I felt like, you know, making your words count when not only talking to yourself, but to everybody else, I felt like it was a really, really, it really fit with, to, you know, the theme of what we talked about the past couple of days. Amen. So, amen. So. All right, guys. Well, hopefully you have a wonderful day. This is the day the Lord has made. We rejoice and be glad in it. We out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villas Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.